I'd love to meet the Family Feud judges. That would be a that would be a great meet and greet, a yep. great interview. Yep. If we can bring one on the pod, especially a soccer fan. Yep. Do you think they're like learned? Do you think they're they're scholars? Do you think they're academics? I think if anything, they have to be computer science majors <laughs> because you have to work in a lot of Boolean logic and saying if this, if right. they answer this, right. then this. There's a hundred percent chance they're just producers. Welcome to Footy Fellas, coming at you from Chicago, and just Chicago today. Going to be talking soccer, talking life, playing games, playing mind games. We got a little something for you, especially today. It is just Mr. Jones and I. Mr. Winter is on vacation, well-deserved break. Mr. Winter is summering. He is. Say it like it is. He there is. There you go. In Arizona. Sorry. And if you are summering or aren't and haven't yet, throw us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at Footy Fellas Pod. F-O-O-T-Y Fellas Pod. Today, we'll be in our bag. Yep. Our, our mailbag. Mailbag. That is. Answering Instagram questions and comments from you, our FOF. So thank you to everyone that responded to our story on Friday and sent in a couple of good questions and comments. We're excited to get to those. First, we need to address the elephant in the room. Would you like to address the elephant? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I think... Can you call them by their first name, please? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, well, are we are we, we're calling people out? We're doing it. Okay. Yeah, we no, just, no, no, yeah. I mean, if, we're, if the elephant's right there, right. you're not going to say their name. Right. That's almost more disrespectful. You know what this feels like? This feels like, uh, it feels like Jeopardy. It feels like, or not Jeopardy, it feels like um, Family Feud. And you're, you're Steve Harvey and you're reading off the question and I buzzed in and you didn't finish reading the question. And so you're like, okay. Yeah. So, so answer it. That's what happened. Okay. You buzzed and, in. And I... Uh, the elephant in the room, yep. if you'd let me finish. Yep. Was. The elephant in the room. Eeyore. The question. No. Oh. Yeah, that's not on, even on the board. That's not even top 10. We're doing oh. 10 answers, Family 10? Feud. 10? I, I feel like the more answers there are on the board, the lower chance they are of getting it. Because they have a bunch of, like, small ones. <laughs> like, one person out of 100 right, answers. exactly, this. exactly. Some like, weirdo. Least favorite uh, car amenities. And there's 10 of them? Like, after, like, lack of cup holders or whatever, you're kind of screwed. The problem is there's one person with a 2004 Toyota Camry who mm-hmm. put, you know, the aux is plugged into the tape player. Yep. Yeah, but how are you going to know that? It's one no, person, it's, and it's really specific. Unless you went like audio, like uh, that, that. I also hate that when they say you know audio system, audio whatever. Like the 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 stereos like great, and the answer was like aux cord or something. It's like <laughs> oh okay, you're really reaching on that. I don't know who the judges are. I'd love to meet the fan with you judges. That would be a that would be a great meet and greet, a yep. great interview. Yep. If we can bring one on the pod, especially a soccer fan. Yep. Do you think they're like learned do you think they're they're scholars do you think they're academics i think if anything they have to be computer science majors because you have to work in a lot of boolean logic and saying if this if right. they answer this right. then this there's a hundred percent chance they're just producers yeah there's a hundred percent chance they're probably it's... just making the decision on the spot they have a round table yeah and when someone buzzes in with an answer and steve harvey's waiting for three seconds right they all have to place their vote you know why he's waiting? He's waiting because they're all like, "Oh shit, we gotta, we gotta look, we gotta you know, decide, we gotta, we gotta pay attention." Right? Yeah. Now. We were, we were just, they were just playing Uno over there. 
and then and then and then they got quiet and they're like oh crap it's like why is it too quiet oh they're looking at us what's the what did he say sure sure yeah aux cord is the same as uh stereo whatever let's go let's would not want to be in one of those rooms that that's a high pressure scenario if i've ever seen one yes high pressure almost as high pressure as the tense tensity that i'm gaining from this elephant that's just sitting on my chest right now and the elephant is that we're recording on saturday morning Ooh. get that i'm gonna expose ourselves yep uh, we're recording on Saturday morning, so if anything we say, refer to, relate to, speak to, ultimately, seems incorrect, or like we don't have all the facts, trust us, we do have the facts. Yep. Because I haven't sent the facts since I was like seven. You sent the facts? When I was much younger. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever sent the facts. That's a fun... Fact? Fact. Fact. Facts. Let's get into some questions... We asked 100 people, what do you want us to talk about? <laughs> Can we please put the top six answers on the board? Hilarious. That was, that was pretty good. Good time. We asked 3,000 people. Wow. All of our FOSS on Instagram. Oh, I like that. What do you want us to talk about? The first response we got was, can you please, 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 three pleases for mm-hmm. real. Can mm-hmm. you please, please, please talk about your favorite jerseys? this year (laughs) uh sure happy to happy to great great submission um i feel like uh i feel like an underrated thing that comes with jerseys when you're talking jerseys in a a calendar year is really is how well does the brand fit in there on the front you know i think i think usually uh these big companies these these big brands organizations do a good job of having it fit seamlessly in with the design but if you have one that's just out there and looks weird and doesn't vibe well, um, then that can always throw you off. Um, fortunately, fortunately, all the ones I'm thinking through right now as I'm scrolling through uh, uh, the Jersey Sphere aren't really doing that for me, which is good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Do you want me to kick it off while you're, uh, you're scrolling? Or you're, no, you're, yeah, you're there. Pun, pun intended. Do, do what you got to do. One of the underrated jerseys or teams that you might not hear about see as much huesca okay in, in, in spain in España, their third kit little light green light green mixed with dark green colors take a look it's on my screen here and it's just a nice color it's just a really aesthetically pleasing color mm. gold mm-hmm. uh gold logos mm-hmm. and name on the front mm-hmm. and on the pants and it's just a nice looking jersey it's giving me uh, it's giving me a liverpool like uh is that a way or is that third third jersey too? They're blue one. They're like aqua, teal, yeah, tealish, whatever kind of thing. Maybe it's the lighting. Um, I'll throw I'll throw back at you the Corinthians uh, white. I think home home jersey, classy. It just feels like uh, it feels like I'm in a, mm. in a like a I'm going to the club, the local golf club. I like the I like the little collar. I'm a big fan of the collar, the little button up in the collar. Very simple, very elegant, nice little little uh little jagged side stripe i think my issue would be with all white jerseys nipple exposure Mm. that's always gonna be my problem with it but regardless clean cut i think an all white kit is also like that's it's clean give me that white the white socks and the white cleats it's fresh it's fresh my only comment on the corinthians jersey is it looks like it could be the kit for a sailing team because they have Mm -hmm. the anchor Mm -hmm. the anchor is their logo which is cool it's a cool logo, but because yep. of how clean it looks and it's just very polo like, yep. yep. it looks like it could be a sailing kit or a you know high society jersey. 
high snobiety, some some snob snobbity, some may say. On the other end of the spectrum, color wise, yep. from that jersey is the Roma home jersey. Yeah, for sure. That maybe you have an idea in your head if you're listening. If not, you should look it up. It's got a lot of bright colors, almost the sun peering across the top horizontally, red, orange, lighter orange stripes. Very cool. Very fiery with the dark red throughout that Roma's known for for generations now. And it's just a really exciting kit. Like, that's one I would wear out and about and feel good about how I look. To the club. Yeah. You'd wear it to that's the... That's one genuinely you could wear to the club because yeah. that's how cool it looks. Right. It's it's giving me, a, like, what a, what NBA team is that? Has a similar kind of... Is that Nuggets? Is that... Who's got, like, that kind oh, of... Oh, the Nuggets have, like, the mountain across, you know, on the right. on it's the breast. Horizon the the horizontal stripe. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's kind of a no-brainer, but you got to talk about the uh, Inter Milan jersey. It's uh, it's it's really it's taking those stripes and it's saying, "Frick it, we're gonna go zigzaggy," and they pull it off because the colors really are just very the blue and the black really work pretty well. Because you can imagine um, AC Milan doing a similar thing or Juventus doing a similar thing, and I still don't think they would have pulled it off uh, just as well as as Inter. And it could be the Ferrelli sponsorship. It could be that's part of it too, but nonetheless, it, it just it it matches well. It looks cool. Um, it feels like just it's a great jersey for a one-off year. If they did this every single year, it wouldn't be special. But yeah, this one this one feels good. A lot of big-time Premier League kits that people might appreciate if they watch a lot of Premier League. Cities, uh, cities black, all black away kit yes. is pretty fresh. Arsenal obviously has some nice jerseys. Um, who else in the Premier League? You know, you know. Okay, so <clears throat> do you like Man U jerseys? Man U, they're they're most no, recent I, edition. Oh well, okay. I'll say I say this: the past couple years, there's been an improvement in the jerseys. I think like three years ago, they they had they had this kind of plainish red thing that was going on. That was fine, but it candidly, really, what it is is over the past two or three years, Liverpool's jerseys have been great because they've kept it relatively simple. They've just leaned in on their red and they've had s- simple trimmings around it. United, I feel like, is heading in that direction-ish, but they're going heavy on the texture, which is is working and is also could be a little confusing. What I'm excited about is the the jerseys they've talked about for next year and Man United stuff. So if I did Man United uh, uh, 20, yeah, there we go, 21, 22 kit. Everyone, you're, you're okay, if you're watching this, if you're seeing this right now, this is great. You really want to... If you're watching that, you're, you have a camera in our house, so... <laughs> That's an issue, but that would be cool, I guess. Yeah, I'm not really gonna. It, it's not. It's not gonna work. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll dig it up. I'll cool. Bring it back. Keep going. Yeah, we'll keep rolling. I just want to say, if Sheffield, looking at all the Premier League jerseys, if and not to put blame on their supplier, their designers, anyone on the Sheffield jersey team, but I think if they had really cool jerseys, not what they currently have, they'd be higher up on the table. I'm just saying. Very traditional jersey with a huge logo mm-hmm. across the front, red mm-hmm. and white stripes. Mm-hmm. It's meh. Yep. And they're playing like bleh. <laughs> and so if the jersey was woo, they might play like Whoop. Exactly. A little kikariki. It's an SAT question. Uh, this is like the prototypical, this is what they're saying the next jersey's going to be. How simple is that? Looks old fashioned. They're like it's taking it retro. back. Classic. A retro. And the, and the retro. And then they, uh, they're also going to adopt the, um, the away kit. All right, keep, we're, keep talking. Oh, we'll keep moving. There we go. Sorry. Look Whoa, that, that's nice. Right? Could you imagine that shiz? The light blue. Uh-huh. That kind of ziggy-zaggy. Look at that. Tell me that 
Great question. Got us excited. Second question, where do you get your inspiration for ad, for ad reads? It's mm, a great question. Going to take that one, Jones. Um, I can talk about last week's one and then and then more broadly how we how we work on this stuff. Um, I think I think last week's one which was um, which was Grunch Sponge. That one came out of uh, just pure inspiration. I I was uh, I was I was sitting by by the couch I believe and we realized we had a pod recording we needed a um, ad and I asked Eli for an inanimate object and he gave me sponge and uh, I kind of ran with it um, but it does really feel like uh, it's it's impromptu it's it's stream of consciousness consciousness you kind of put it down on paper or computer and you you run with it you don't overthink it you kind of do it you feel it though I do feel at the beginning I was overthinking it do you feel like you were putting a lot of effort into it at the beginning or and you just kind of become more naturally savvy with it absolutely absolutely to both of those things it's a lot of fun it's, a, it's the one piece that we all take turns writing the sponsor we have had maybe one real sponsor we won't tell you who maybe we've had 50 mm-hmm. we won't tell you which yeah that's not part of the deal we don't tell you who the sponsor it's an nda is. right <laughs> we have an thing, nda and right. an sow with right. everyone we chat with right sow mia all of them yep chi yep with everyone every every single brand it's a lot of fun putting together the ads because you can just take a concept of which we're often bantering and joking about between the three of us and just run with it like jones said mm-hmm. write it down come up with you know a thread that adds some humor to it perhaps adds a something that sticks that would bring up funny questions funny thoughts and takes the ordinary and makes it super- extraordinary yeah extraordinary extraordinary I hate that about that word. It literally is just extraordinary. Well, no, my next sponsor is going to be based on... Which is... What's it going to be on? Extraordinary. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just shiver a little bit there? No? I did. Yeah, shiver a little bit I did. There. <laughs> wow, that was... Oof. That was a lot. See, here's the jersey, by the way. This is what they're basing it off of, because that's flipping dope. That's like the... That is cool. 90-something jersey. 91, 93... Remember when jerseys used to be a multi-year thing? They weren't changed. Inside every, contracts. They they weren't they they weren't uh, like you would have a jersey that would last for more than than a single year until big like organizations like United realize they can just make a ton of money mm. by having it turnover year, year to year. Yeah. yeah. We hope you appreciate our ad reads and thanks for the question because that's one of the most fun parts for us and we've been doing it for the whole time for yeah. every one of these fifty-five episodes for the most part. And so, what makes us unique? Yes. Third question, what you want us to talk about. Holland, possible trade, and Aguero moves. Yes, yes. Big stuff. I feel like this summer, you and I were talking about this yesterday, I feel like this summer has a lot of potential. And I guess you always say that coming into a transfer window. There's a ton of potential for some big money moves. Um, But this one, I, I feel like this one feels different because... Not only do you have Holland, who's clearly a hot, hot commodity, and he's theoretically, I didn't I didn't look into this. I need to look up, but I was pretty sure he has like a release clause right now that is roughly 75 mil. That may have been also, that may have been before he went to Dortmund. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Maybe that was what it was. The top article I can find when searching right now is, despite the conflicting, in quotes, despite the conflicting rumors, Borussia Dortmund have privately let it be known that Holland's release clause will only be valid starting June 2022. Hmm. So next, following year, summer. Maybe that's part of the equation. Very interesting. 
So what I was going to say is I thought there was a release clause in there that made his contract or buying him seem like a steal that was, you know, less than 100 mil. I mean, it's $91 million, 75 million pounds, which is an absolute steal with right. some of the numbers we've been seeing for him this right. summer. Exactly. Um, however, however, if that's not the case, if, if his release clause isn't on the table, then obviously you can sell him for, for big, 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 big money. The... Um, the, 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 the thing with Holland and what is making things interesting in the transfer sphere when, when talking about players like him is that uh, the landscape doesn't simply revolve around him. Um, the soccer landscape revolves around all the other big money market players and what they're doing, what they intend to do. And one of those players is Messi. And there's been a lot of swirl talking about whether or not he actually stays at Barca or whether he leaves. Now... There's been a lot of publicity around the new president of Barcelona, Laporte, and his intent to keep Messi. And Messi seems like he's having a good relationship. He's vibing well with this guy. This is the guy who helped like put him and Pep together back in the 08 to you know 2011-ish, 2012 era when they were so dominant. So there might be good, good bonds there. He might stay. Mm-hmm. But were Messi to leave, then that domino effect um, you know, ripples throughout the rest of the marketplace. If he goes to, to, to France, that affects what Neymar and uh, and and uh, Mbappe, Mbappe want to do. And then if Mbappe were to leave, well, that affects what everyone else is doing. Um, and uh, they're all attackers. They're all strikers. They're all players who would um, cost the most and bring you in the most jersey sales, etc. So um, specifically, though, the question was about Holland. Where do we think he's going? What's happening? One, do we both agree that he's leaving this year? Or do we think that no one's going to be able to meet that? Maybe that's a good threshold kind of beginner to think about. I, I think he's going. It feels like he's going, if nothing else, because they'll get so much more money this summer for teams. Just speaks to the soccer transfer market as well. But the teams are so much are willing to pay like over a hundred million more dollars to get player one player a year earlier, just to guarantee to get that player, basically. Right. right. And and avoid the uh, the the back and forth, the um, uh, what are we looking for? The uh, they're, they're bidding war, bidding war. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. So it feels like, yes. He's got to go. Um, and so the next question is what clubs kind of fit in that mold, who, who we could buy, who, who could buy him. And that's a very select amount of clubs, right? You've got your Real Madrid in Barcelona, where he was seen recently. You've got your PSG. You've got your United City. And I, and I guess you'd probably throw like a Liverpool or a Chelsea in the mix too. Um, but realistically, I don't know if those like latter five two clubs. Right, are, are really, really in the mix. With Aguero leaving and Gabriel Jesus not really cementing his spot, it feels like Holland could end up at City. But again, the whole marketplace uh, is is has to be looked from a macro perspective. And who else is in there? I think Harry Kane's in the mix. I don't think you can suggest that Harry Kane isn't thinking to himself. Twenty seven at Spurs, not winning a trophy, potentially one of the greatest strikers of all time for England, uh, prime of my career. Let me let's go do something. Um, does he go? Is he one that is then? Then it's a matter of who costs more, what's the longevity, all those good kind of things. I really don't know. I, I know United's theoretically in the mix, but I don't think a striker is really the most important thing for for United at the moment. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't think Barcelona can afford him. They're clearly in financial like dire straits, and keeping Messi is not going to help. I think Real's. Like they could, but I don't think Holland really was their. I think Mbappe was their whole strategy for the past two or three years. PSG. So I, I don't know, but I, it feels like the Prem. 
feels like it. Pretty good synopsis there, Max. I'm going to touch on the Aguero piece. First, I saw a lot of great April Fool's Day posts about Aguero moving to different MLS clubs. That's mostly the biggest joke of him going to the MLS. So it'd be hilarious if he actually came to the MLS. Um, but it seems like he's got at least two to three years of being a top level striker not every starting every single game he's obviously gotten a bit older but he is one of the greatest strikers of all time in the premier league and that being one of the top leagues in the world i could see him going to another big club and coming off the bench or you know starting most games especially the bigger clashes especially the champions league europa league probably champions league games if he's going to go somewhere where he wants that kind of experience still it would feel weird, but maybe somewhere in Italy or Spain, most likely, you know, somewhere else in Europe, definitely most likely, um, potentially a club in Spain, potentially potentially a club in South America. That would be the big changeup is him going to a league that's not seen as one of the top leagues, but going to an Argentinian club or, um, you know, a club in, in one of the other divisions in uh, South America where they live and die for soccer, for football but it's just not the top level of competition. He might want that. He might want to continue putting in 20, 25 goals a season. That's more likely there. He also could want to be a striker that's still competing in some of these highest level leagues. So similar to Holland, it's really tough to guess where he's going to go. But I will say he has at least two to three years left of top quality striking in him. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. It's kind of got this kind of Cavani vibe to it, where Cavani came into United and he's got this two-year-ish contract that, um, and and he's been impactful. He's been helpful. He's been a good guy to come in off the bench slash lead the front line a couple times. But that's also on a team where we don't really have you know he's he's vying with Martial who hasn't been playing that well. So you know is there is there a club out there that's kind of struggling with their with their center striker? Could he hear me out? Could he wind up at Let's make up a club. Let's go Fulham. Mm. Could you see Aguero in a relegation battle? No. This is not, this is not a, this is not a serious conversation now. Could you see him? All right, helping Nottingham Forest mm-hmm. climb out of the championship and becoming an ultimate club legend. Just okay. he could. You'll you'll just leave that there. He yep. could go to Barnsley, except that they uh, found their next superstar with DK. Right. That's right. There's no chance. So Barnsley, I've crossed off my list. Right. So do you think Barnsley, when they heard about Aguero being on the trading block, were like, ooh, like? They raised their hand unprompted and were like, "Hey, Man City, just reach, letting you know we're good. Yeah, we we don't we don't need it." They were in a Zoom call with a hundred to two hundred other clubs. They did raise their hand using that feature right. in Zoom. They accidentally did the clapping thing, and then they're like, "Whoops, <laughs> yeah, oh, oops, sorry." And then they put up their hand, <laughs> and then once Man City said the price, they had to click it again to put down their hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's his salary. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we didn't even think about that part. Oh, man. Well, the, the, regardless, they were like, oh, no, it doesn't matter. Like, we don't need him. Like, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> yeah, they put that in the chat, and right. all the other teams just making trolling them. <laughs> right. Okay, Barnsley. <laughs> Last question. Keep it quick, and then we have a, a, a part two of this after the quick ad break. Favorite movie genre? Favorite movie genre. Wow. Um, 
Man, I'm really into it, it, it's a mood thing. I think recently I'm, I've been really into psychological thrillers. I like the idea of figuring out what's happening as we're going, kind of thing. A little drama, a little action. If you put a little sly humor in it, in it every once in a while, that little like that little dry humor that you have to be you have to be in the you have to be watching. You have to know what's going on. You have to know what's going on in the movie to get that kind of humor. That's my movie, man. Get me that. You want some examples? Okay. Uh, be helpful. Yeah. Be nice. Uh, I mean, uh, one of those guys, but Christopher Nolan. That's I think that's literally what we're kind of talking about right there. That kind of that kind of realm. That would be the Tenant. Saw Tenant recently. Made no sense. Had to reread it afterwards. That's why you loved it, though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want to leave a movie saying what halfway into it. And then the whole rest of it, just not knowing what's going on. Genre, how about you? I like the movies. Yes, I lean more towards the action side of that. I do like the psychological thriller, but I lean more... I know, I know, I know. Very classic, but I lean more towards the action genre. The Jason Bournes. Nice. The... Even maybe Sherlock Holmes is a good example of the in-between, where you could argue there's the psychological element. There's also a lot of good action... It's very exciting, start to finish, makes you think. Love the Sherlock Holmes movies and show. Um, trying to think of others. We've been we've been on a kick over the last couple of months watching Marvel movies. Yep. Rewatching the Avengers movies. Yep. What did you think of the Avengers movie we watched last? We watched the first Avengers, the, yep. the formal one. What did you What did you think of that? It was good, but my comment during it was you can see how far the mm-hmm. CGI mm-hmm. and the the whole plot and characters have come over what's what was eight you know seven eight years so it's a long time yeah but that was pretty incredible because i don't know if i'd ever seen the first one in full which is weird but i definitely seen the second and third ones i agree so though it was a good experience i enjoyed it i thought um i was thinking the same thing i was thinking the writing like it just felt like it felt like since thor so it was like thor ragnarok and then and then maybe it was captain marvel and or or no no it was thor then it was Infinity War, then Captain Marvel, then um, Endgame. And it felt like Thor Ragnarok. Have you seen Thor Ragnarok? Have we talked about that? Yeah. Okay. I thought that, seeing that one, maybe I just hadn't been in the Marvel Universe much at that time, but that one was like, oh, this is funny. Like, this is interesting. This is this is compelling. I'm, I'm kind of following all of this. I'm, I care about it. All of that, um, really, it felt like from then on, and maybe some Guardians of the Galaxy stuff led nicely into Infinity War and... I just thought the writing was really good too. I thought that they they were at one more like they realized okay this stuff is really popping off. Let's really make the writing good, and the action. And yeah, the money. they were like, wow, people actually like this stuff. I think these I think these will do well. And then they decided <laughs> after, to make yeah, another couple after they made like seven at the time. They're like, you know what? Maybe we should put some money into this stuff. Yeah. Stop just sharing this. You had to, if you wanted to watch the first. Maybe you forgot about this. If you wanted to watch the first Avengers movie, you had to you had to watch it on um, YouTube. That's where they. It was and it was it was just uploaded. Mm. Just kind of there. They just kind of put it up there. Like oh, maybe people will like this. Second one, Netflix original. Right. Third one. Yep. FX. There we go. Big leagues. Paramount Pictures. <laughs> Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. Strictly yeah. streaming. Yeah, and if we just spoiled any of the Avengers stuff for you which we actually didn't that's on spoil that's on you though but you should watch them you if that spoiled something for you that's on you and if you haven't watched them by now that's also on you (laughs) we're gonna hit a quick ad read and today it's for real for real what so you're gonna want to stick around for that and after we're gonna hit the part two of our question players that we should be giving more love to run Mm -hmm. through a 
a quick couple of players that you, our Fox, called out saying, hey, these players don't get enough love. Today, we want to take the time to give a quick shout out to Clubhouse Athletic, a clothing company, a brand that we have worked with before. We've worn the jerseys. We know the owner. It's a great brand. They create completely custom sportswear to bring your team, organization, or business to life. They partner with us on our Fantasy Premier League, which has been pretty exciting. We have over 200 people in the league, and things are getting pretty tight now that we're at game week 30 for Fantasy Premier League, so we're excited following that, knowing that prizes are being given away to the top six players uh, that finish in that league. Clubhouse Athletic, though, a lot of custom stuff, great prices. They've been doing a lot with masks and headbands and jerseys and cool jerseys for uh, Greek life and things like that. So check out Clubhouse Athletic online or on Instagram and show them some love, just like you show us some love always. Fantasy Premier League. Heating up. Guess who's not starting today? Who's not starting today? Neither Stones nor Gundogan. <laughs> Pep. Pep is every fantasy Premier League manager's worst nightmare. Best best real manager, argument to be made. Yep. Worst fantasy Premier League manager, absolutely. Yep, yep. That's not, I'm not frustrated. I'm just disappointed. You're just sad with Pep. Can't wait till we have him on and we can just. <laughs> do, you think he, do you think he has those conversations? Do you think reporters hit him up? We, should, we, should, we could probably look that up. Ask about fantasy. Wow, bad what do you say, what, what, Ask what, about fantasy. What do you say to your fantasy? What do you say to your fantasy f- lack of fans? <laughs> I, ju- I don't know. I, ju- I don't know what. I don't know what fantasy. What is? What is? This? Yeah. I don't care about. My only fantasy is is <laughs> winning the winning the treble. Another another treble. Yeah. <laughs> Quadruple. Even. I don't know. That's a great spin zone. Right. Great spin zone answer to just having your manager bag. Yeah. Your mail bag. Yeah. Let's get back to the mail bag. <laughs> couple of players we should be giving more love to first one we just talked about a bit put some respect on my man aguero forever a legend forever a legend a legend infinity he's a he's a guy who's kind of faded a little bit this past year because of injury um and and his positions felt a little like it's um uh become irrelevant in this new pep team where they've got a false nine so they don't really need him you could put de bruyne in there you know dude's a legend we're all better for having him in our lives whether or not he's on the opposing team and uh excited we're all excited to see where he's going fourth on the list of all-time premier league goals behind Shearer, rooney and cole that says something being from argentina not being english like some of the other premier league greats he changed the game for a lot of players coming over for south america and he will always be known for aguero aguero so sometimes I wake up in the morning screaming a, that from a nightmare yeah. that freaks me out yeah. shout out to Aguero forever a legend right. other players we should be giving more love to Bernardo Silva Verratti and I think Pulisic because he only gets hated on because he's American ooh ooh I mean it's an interesting take Bernardo Silva that's a dude here's a guy alright Bernardo Silva here's a guy who had a phenomenal year when he came to city like two years ago i think not this past year the year before where he and i think sterling were just going off and everything was going right and there were conversations about bernardo silva being a 
uh, Belanda or content uh, uh, candidate in in the coming years. That talented, that technically gifted, that quick, that effective. I think um, what's kind of happened for him, unfortunately, is he's kind of fallen into a team where he's a rotation player. He's not getting that start every single game, and, and that's always going to be the problem on the city side. You're always going to be in that. I mean, it's the the FPL issue. You know, what team is going to show up? It, it depends on how Pep's kind of feeling and how he's planning about his next big game, which might be in two weeks or three weeks. And I don't know. It's it's a crapshoot. He would be the best player on so many teams, yeah. especially not in the Premier League. But that's one thing you give up when you take big money to go to a big team and potentially win titles is not being the star player. Right. I think the thing you have to ask yourself is whether that's, you know, what what are your aspirations? Do you just try to, are you trying to win these, these individual titles? Or are you trying to... Uh, or excuse me, team titles, or are you trying to win any individual accolades? I think that that's the, that's the tough thing. You look at like Martial on, on United, well, I don't know, people don't really care about that, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't make it in the France squad for, for, for the World Cup team, and I know that must have killed him. That must have killed him, because he at least deserved to be on that bench-ish, but he didn't play a lot. He didn't get a lot of game time for United at the time, and therefore he didn't make the team. That's a tough one. Verratti, uh... I didn't realize, I just looked him up, I didn't realize that he had been on, on PSG since 2012. It was like a really long time. Maybe, did you have that idea in your head? He's, he's you always associate him with PSG. And yeah, I, in my head, in my head he's been PSG. I don't even know how old he is. I, uh, 28. 28, okay. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's a, there's got to be a term for someone who's been on PSG and is like a world-class player, but because they're on PSG, we don't really see them and they don't really sit in our mind's eye as like a top five player in a position. But yep. Verratti is absolutely one of those guys who, when when you're starting to watch, you know, you see him in like Champions League games. And, and if it's a good game for PSG, it's usually because Verratti's doing something really impressive and really just thoughtful. It sucks he's also on an Italian team that's really irrelevant and has been irrelevant for his entire time. Um, so, you know, we're not going to see him playing on that stage too much either. But he's great. Great player. I think every team would benefit from having him on it. Uh, I just don't know anyone who's willing to put down the big money move for a guy who doesn't have any clout, unfortunately. There's so much more to the game of footy than just scoring goals, especially in, a, in that midfield position where you're meant to be the rock distribution. That being said, guess how many goals he's scored since 2012 for PSG? Uh, 32 cold <laughs> higher or lower 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 uh, 12 lower four higher six lower 4.5 <laughs> he scored five goals for psg since 2012 which feels really low yeah. i guess all their goals get gobbled up by especially recently neymar mbappe di maria yeah yeah that'll do it a little, little zlatan action there too yeah he's uh yeah that's 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 gonna do it that'll that'll keep you off the uh record books but Verratti, more love. Lastly, Pulisic, because he only gets hated on because he's American. Do you think that's... It's interesting because that might actually be true for other parts of the world. Us, everyone loves him because he's American, and he's been one of the bigger names in American soccer since, you know, a couple years ago. But do you think he gets hated on by other country... By other, you know, English fans of the game who are Chelsea fans because he's American? I don't think so. I don't think the narrative around him is he's bad because he's American. I think, if anything, the American image um, has started to, to fade away more, more recently. 
when you have all of all of the American players popping up in Champions League contending teams, McKinney's and Adams's and uh, Brian Reynolds. I mean, it's not really Champions League, but Roma. I mean, you you have all of these young talents going to big places. I don't think that's really his issue. I think his issue is he's objectively just not that good. He was almost overhyped. Yes, absolutely. Because he was American. Because he's American, right? yeah. It's so the, it was a, both ways. It was a you know, double-edged sword. So I, I think he's... Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's 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 a guy who clearly like he's got a lot of talent, and it's hype that he could be an impact player on a Premier League team um, that's not being relegated. So the question is, does he keep battling it out? Does he have the energy and stamina to keep fighting for a spot in the Chelsea team, uh, where you know he's dealing with some big big divas, or or does he go to like an Everton where he could legitimately like potentially get tick regularly i don't know i don't think he's american the american thing is really if it is an issue it's not for the issue you think it is last name last player that we should apparently be giving more love to is kvicha kvarat skila yep totally we've all heard of him of course we've all talked about him yeah (laughs) but we just haven't given him the love that he deserves right right so we did have to do some digging on kvicha if i'm if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, he's a Georgian soccer player who's a winger for Russian side Ruben Kazan. Mm-hmm. And we watched a couple of highlights before yes, this to, to prepare so we could give him the proper love. Right, what, do right. you, what do you make of him? I Jones? think, I mean, the first couple touches, um, movements he makes, the first thing you're thinking to yourself, oh, he's the Georgian Messi. Like, that's exactly <laughs> who this guy is. Slicing, dicing, moving in between the lines, making the cuts, burning people, very tricky, using his body feints and really effective manners, scoring goals, scoring goals, 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 goals. And he's young. He's 20, I think. Uh, uh, what can't this guy do? Uh, it, it helps, too, that we are huge Ruben Kazan fans. I mean, every single game we have on. So, like, we've... Aside from the, the two and a half minutes of YouTube clips we watched of him, we just know who he is, really, his, personal, his personality on the field. Um, and uh, if you don't think that I'm going to be tweeting Manchester United saying, sign this guy, sign this guy. If you don't think I'm putting together a compilation video right now saying why United should buy... What's his name again? <laughs> Kvitsa. Kvitsa. If you don't... <laughs> You don't think, man, I got exposed right there. 4K. So if you don't think that's going to happen, yeah, it's going to happen. You knew when he started out at 17, which right. is pretty insane, right? at Dinamo Tbilisi yeah. in Georgia, right. you knew he was going to make it at least to the Russian level of soccer, yes. like that league. At least. You were saying that in 2017. I was, 2017, I was When we were it. corresponding for the first time, <laughs> you were saying, dude, I know we're just getting to know each other. <laughs> right. But you're going to want to watch out for this guy, Kvitsha. Right. I was saying that. We were together. I remember we were, we were sitting there. Um, we, were at, we were at our company. Uh, and you had said, hi, my name is... You got you yeah. to look out for Kvitsha, man. That was actually your fun fact. That was your icebreaker. <laughs> right. Which people, most people thought was weird. Yeah. I thought it was cool. And right. that's why we, we got along. We vibed immediately. Immediately. Because I did my whole... My whole pitch was in Georgian. It was in fluent Georgian. <laughs> so that's how... That was really... Yeah, that and I respected game. it. You just went for it. I did. Especially because you didn't speak it at all. So right. it almost came off as offensive. Right. Like extremely <laughs> offensive. I thought it was Georgian. I learned, soon after, realized it was pretty close to Klingon. <clears throat> Star Trek. Oh, Kvitsha. Now we're just out here Kvetchen. 
kvetching with each other about the old times. See, can I do Yiddish? Can I do Yiddish jokes? Am I allowed to do that? It might go as, as well as the Georgian pitch did to our whole entire intern <laughs> class and the board of the company. But yeah, I mean, go for it if you want. I'm a pass. I'm a pass, as well as Kvitsha. Almost as well. That Almost. guy's elite. We didn't see, none of his highlights had him, uh, one had him crossing think, some nice yeah, balls. I think there was. That's not true. Yeah. A lot of players that should be getting more love in the world of soccer. It's a big world, and a lot of players out there all across the world. Yep. Uh, but who runs the world? Girls. And Beyonce. So we're going to leave you with that. If you have listened to the end, as always, thank you. We genuinely appreciate you listening and following us. It's exciting to record, chat, interact with you, get questions from you when we can, like today, to put us in our bag, in our mailbag. And we'll see you next week, back with the full crew. Awesome. I love you so much, guys. Take it easy. (laughs) 